Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here of the Raptors Digest reacting to the Toronto Raptors 104-100 to loss to the Phoenix Suns and this is an interesting game as we are this is the first game following the trade deadline. We have some new Raptors, new look, it's a new look Raptors team, obviously Gary Trent Jr.'s debut and Rodney Hood's first time ever wearing a Raptors uniform. They came out and they were impressive. Uh, I think Trent showed a lot. Rodney Hood, I think, outperformed my expectations, but they're it's a weird game because the Toronto Raptors, they're in this middle place right now. They're in a situation where some people want us to tank with, we just lost Norman Powell, who's really been carrying us over this stretch of games where we've had a lot of people out due to injury and uh, health and safety protocols. So losing him, there's a clear direction to tank. But then again, we brought in two new wings. We got rid of some of our smaller point, uh, smaller guards. So now everyone has an established role. We kept Kyle Lowry, so maybe there's potential to move forward and win some games. And when you go up against the second seed in the Western Conference and you lose by four points, it doesn't really help either situation, right? If you get blown out, you're in a place where, hey, maybe we should uh, keep keep going downward, go on that downward trajectory if we get blown out. But if you beat the Phoenix Suns, then you say, okay, we're, we're back. We can uh, make a push in the Eastern Conference. Everything is tightly packed. But losing to them by four points, where it's ugly the whole game, you make a push at the end, that's where you just are in a situation where you still don't know what to do. You still don't know what approach to take. So I'm going to be chatting. I'm a, we got a solo pod here. So I'll be incorporating the pod, the chat a lot in this uh, podcast, seeing what your guys' takes are, your impressions of... Uh, Gary Trent Jr., but I feel like it's going to get very heated, and uh, we got, when it gets hot, right, you gotta, you know, you gotta get things going. Technical foul. Nick Nurse just got a technical foul. Sean, what's got you pulling out your hair today? Sir Ben Rogers, I'm 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 so happy to be back because I the, the thing that I'm heated up the most about tonight is number one, I was wrong two nights in a row. I apologize. Twice. Uh, twice. twice <laughs> I thought it would be Kyle Lowry's last game, and it wasn't. He's back on the Raptors, and I have no idea why. I have no idea why Masai did that. But let me let me let me get to what I'm actually heated about, uh, which is Aaron Baines. Now Aaron Baines, to me, is a really nice guy, okay? He's a really nice Aussie. I love his beard. But uh, the guy is a pylon. He was getting worked over today. And I, I was kind of doing some research. I'm like, how, how well is this guy playing? So basically, if you look at the season, he's minus 108 with him on the floor. And he's plus 109 when he sits. And, you know, I know this sounds blasphemous because Aaron Baines's uh, mother, you know, listens to this pod. And so I'm going to be light on Aaron. But I, I think it's done. I think it's done. He, he, he's not looking good. I know he's 34 years old. Um, he, 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 he looks like he could play in a movie. Like, he looks like Thor. And I honestly think that this is the time that he could go into the movies. I just – I every time I see – watch him, it just – it, 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 it really exposes the fact that the Raptors need a center. They need a center that can move, that can be versatile. And that was our chance during the trade deadline.
Mm-hmm. And so the thing that I'm heated up the most about is it's Aaron Baines at the end of the day. Now, um, for those of you who don't know, I'm from a, a health startup here in Canada, and we are connecting uh, individuals to amazing physicians here in the country. And the first thing that we're really helping people out with is around hair loss, and we're helping guys like Aaron Baines. And I don't, I, I don't know if you've seen this, Ben, but Aaron Baines, when he came into this league, uh, it wasn't his hair, but his beard. Like he looks like a completely different person with his beard. He actually looks really good with his beard. Uh, but you know, guys, you know, sometimes you don't look so good without hair. So you know, come to us, hair loss treatments. Uh, we'll connect you with some amazing physicians and help you out there. Now, Ben, I, I want to ask you about uh, Lowry because in the last episode, you were really, you were really heartbroken, like that you you really thought it would be Lowry's last game. And I know we want to get to the game against the Suns, but I want you quickly to comment about your emotions uh, around the, the fact that Lowry stayed. What are your emotions? Uh, I broke it down in uh, the live streams and all that, but it's been a roller coaster. We wanted to keep Lyle, Kyle Lowry most of the season. Then we we saw the packages that we could potentially get. Tyler Hero, you know, Precious Achua, these types of guys, a lot of picks from the Sixers. So then your, your heart's like, okay, we're sending him to a contender. You come to peace with it. Then you watch him walk out in the tunnel and you want to cry seeing those pictures of him throwing up the deuces and in the post-game interview. And then... You know, you you sleep on it. You're like, okay, you've broken up with your girlfriend, right? It is what it is. You know what's happened. And then the next morning, she's in your kitchen cooking cooking you eggs in the morning or something like that. You're back back with her after you've already broken up with her, after you've already parted ways. So that's a <laughs> that's been my feelings towards it. And I feel as if Kyle Lowry tonight, looking against the Phoenix Suns, probably a. Uh, he probably feels a little bit of the same way, right? You come to peace with maybe leaving the Raptors and then you come back and you're losing most of the games to a team that, I don't know, maybe they're they're a good team, but you always feel bad losing to the Phoenix Suns. Well, well, you looked emotional during that time and I'm glad I can see the joy in your face. So the last thing I say right before I leave is that um, they should play Aaron Baines actually every game. Uh, they should play him uh, the full time because we need to tank right now. So uh, Aaron Baines, give him the ball and just throw him the ball because we need to tank and I'm out. Yeah, that's a that's a take there. And thanks again, Sean. I'm moving it back. Press. Animations flying everywhere. But thanks again, Sean, for all of that. Again, check out urmd.ca. The link's in the bio and we'll have a pinned comment following once we actually have comments on the video. This is live right now. But in regards to the, the Aaron Baines take, Right, it's a it's a point to bring up as the Raptors the trade deadline just happened, right? Things just occurred, things just went down, and the Raptors did not acquire a center, right? And again, tonight we went up against DeAndre Ayton, who's a big guy, seven footer, a true center in the league, but maybe not the size, the the power of an Embiid or one of these guys, and he still dominated down low in the lane. Look at his numbers now. He had 19 points, 9 rebounds, but it really felt like a lot more. 9 of 12 from the field. And that's the big issue because our defense, our defense is really the problem at this point. As the roster, we have tremendous on-ball defenders. And look at what OG Ananobi did. And I don't want to spoil one of the segments, but in the final possession, locking down Devin Booker, he's our best on-ball wing defender and arguably one of the best on-ball wing defenders in the league. But at this point, when we have... No centers on the court. OG Anobi's wasted away guarding in the post. And sure, he's good at it, but he's much better being able to guard people on the wing. We're wasting one of our best wing defenders just being in the paint, 
Right? That's one big thing there. And I think I have the Norman Powell gift loop up. People don't want to make people more sad. But uh, the regular Raptors loop is, give up, is up now. But we're wasting away one of our best wing defenders. I thought Trent. I'll dive into him a bit after. But then you have to help so much. So much when everyone's inside the paint that... The rotations are just all askew, and the amount of open threes that we gave up to the Phoenix Suns tonight, yes, they picked us apart with ball movement, yes, they're a tremendously run team with Chris Paul, high IQ guys like Jay Crowder who plays off people well, Devin Booker, Aiton, all these players, right, there's all that sort of stuff, but it's it's just exaggerated when the Raptors have to play three feet in the paint every time just in case the ball gets thrown down to an Aiden, even a Sarich to, to help out, and then everyone's closing out all over the place, and it leaves an open three for Mikhail Bridges, Devin Booker, right? The the Suns, thankfully, they didn't have the greatest of shooting nights, but there was a lot of open looks, and that really killed us. That's the big reason. It's not necessarily the fact that we're getting destroyed in the paint, because that does happen on a lot of nights as well, but, right... <sighs> The fact that the help that we have, Nick Nurse is trying to do the best he can with drawing up schemes, and maybe he has to get more creative, and that's on him a little bit too, but having to help out in the paint and all these sorts of things leads to open shots, open drives, and that's why our defense is, is poor. It's why we have, when we get a stop right down the stretch of this game, uh, the Raptors got a stop to, re we were down by two, we needed we need a possession to really get back into the swing of things, right? We got the stop. It was, again, OG's on-ball defense on Devin Booker, and then the ball flung out, didn't get the defensive rebound, and that's an issue of the center position. So I'm thinking, drop a whole video tomorrow on potential buyout guys. We're not getting Boogie Cousins. We're not getting LaMarcus Aldridge, but uh, Michael Grange brought up at the halftime report, maybe Kelly Olynyk gets bought out, maybe Gorju Dang. I gotta learn how to pronounce that first name if he gets on the Raptors. But uh, these guys could be potential candidates, because if we don't want to tank... Right, and Sean brought it up earlier, maybe that's the root. Stay without a center if you want to be bad and play Baines in those positions to get killed in the pick and roll. Right, that's uh, maybe the root. That's maybe where we should go. But again, if we want to win, we need a center. So that's the direction. But I'm going to keep it a, a bit more positive because tonight there was some positives to take away from and Pascal Siakam was certainly one of them. 26 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. I thought he really played well tonight. I thought he did a really good job, specifically in the first half, of being assertive, getting all the way to the lane, and finishing around the rim. And this is the thing with the Norman Powell trade. There, Gary Trent Jr. is not going to have the same volume of shots. Tonight took 11 shots. Maybe that goes up a little bit when he's a bit hotter, like hotter in terms of shooting, right? Like getting his game going, more comfortable within the flow of the offense. Maybe those numbers go up. But the volume that Norman Powell shot on a night-in-night-out basis, that usage is going to get moved to other players. So we're going to be able to see Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, OG Ananobi have an expanded role on the offensive end to get get their games flowing, get their games off a little bit. And maybe it'll help. Maybe it'll be a situation where we'll, we'll see those guys improve. Specifically Fred Van Vliet, I think he could really take a step forward. And OG Ananobi, uh, for the most part, because... OG, it's been a big issue. We've been calling it, and he had a, he struggled from three tonight. I felt missed a few bunnies around the rim, right? And he's saying no to me on the gift loop, but uh, <laughs> he I thought he could have had a better performance tonight. But I think he'll bounce back with an expanded role. This will be a really nice thing to to see going forward. Apparently, Norm scored twenty two in his debut, and yeah, it's a uh, we we lost scoring in Norman Powell. But I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about Gary Trent Jr. right now because. 
I thought he played well. I thought, from what I saw, he missed his threes. You're 0-5. You just got traded. It makes sense. He's a 40% three-point shooter. I'm not worried about that. But the one thing about Gary Trent Jr., specifically for a young guy, he looked really comfortable out there. He looked like a player that knew what he was doing. He made good decisions. He's made a couple of really nice passes as well. And that's something Norman Powell really never did over the, the course of his career. Again, he's you look at his box score, zero rebounds, zero assists. You're like, Maybe he's not a good passer, but I I look at the feel. You just see guys that have that swagger out there on the court, that have rhythm, they dribble nice, they can shoot those midi pulls, and Trent looked like a guy that can do all of that. And obviously we've seen Trent play before in the bubble and all that, but uh, I, I was impressed. I was not disappointed. Again, the threes will go in. I thought he showed a lot of in this game. His handle was a little bit nicer, but two clear points where he is a... Uh, uh, a drop-off from Norman Powell is the slashing ability, even Norm on his bad days, even Norm when he was uh, Gary Trent Jr.'s age, right, early on in his career, he was always really explosive, and tonight, I didn't really see that from Trent, I've seen him, highlights of him make some nice dunks and nice drives, but that first step, being able to drive to the rim, that's a that's an area where Norman Powell really set himself apart in terms of being a, a scorer in this league, and yeah, it's uh, unfortunately, he, he didn't get the chance to, to drive in, and we're, it's his first game, so we'll see more of it as it goes along, but that's one area, and finishing, and maybe it's, finishing might not be the word, but the, the attitude where I'm, I'm going to be able to ISO and drive in and finish it, so yeah, that's that's the, the two points, really, right, the assertiveness, again, he's with a new team, he didn't really get the ball that much in the game either, it felt like uh, there was a couple times Norman Powell, or sorry, yeah. Uh, Norman Powell, I'm, I'm thinking of the guy, I missed the guy, but uh, Fred Van Vliet, Lowry, they had the swing and they just didn't really pass it to him, maybe it's because he's a younger guy, maybe it's because he's new, they don't know him, it is uh, it is what it is, those are the two areas that I really saw that stood out, but one area that I was really impressed with is his defense, he looked like a guy that was a strong on-ball defender, a couple times missed rotations, but again, he's this is a new team, he doesn't know the, the system that well, he was traded yesterday. So makes sense the next couple weeks or, or whatnot that him or Hood, him and Hood will miss some of the defensive rotations. Hopefully that gets cleaned up quickly though. But I thought he was a really good on-ball defender. He's a lot bigger than I expected. So I, I was happy. I was happy with Trent's debut. And another guy I want to talk about, Rodney Hood, who got 18 minutes tonight. Uh, hit two points. That one shot was a shot over Chris Paul. I'm a... Uh... I don't know my opinion on Hood right now. He he looked like a solid defender, got some tips and stuff. I don't know if he had any steals, but he he seemed a lot longer, a lot more wiry. Felt a lot better about him on the defensive end than I did when Terrence Davis was out there, even though he showed some promise at times, and especially when a Matt Thomas guy was out there. I, I thought Hood impressed on that end of the floor, but I've seen Rodney Hood be really confident in his career. I've seen him really ready to take shots and drive in and be explosive, right? The the Utah Jazz, Rodney Hood, at times in the Cavaliers, and at times when he was on Portland. And tonight, I didn't see that, again, on a new team, not knowing the system. There are plenty of excuses we can uh, give out to Rodney Hood tonight, but I would like to see him be a little bit quicker on that first step in terms of trying to trying to get a bucket. This guy is out there to get buckets, so let's let's see if he could do it. Be confident. Obviously, Nick Nurse has to put him in a situation to really do that, right? That's uh, that's on the coach. So 
though that, that's all this are we 16 minutes 17 minutes i'm i'm rambling on about this game and on a solo pod so we're gonna dive it straight into the segments and tonight the spicy pilet of the day i'm grabbing the hot sauce because this, this game there's a clear spicy pilet in this one and for everyone that knows right this spicy pilet it's brought to you by waiting for that segment to drop roja jungle spice trying to get that in focus in the camera maybe back here yeah roha jungle spice from tiger's milk quality hot sauce i shouted out i had a i cooked up some uh some mac and cheese with hamburger meat people were flaming me that tastes good it's a, go- a good combination right get that mince meat threw the hot sauce in there delicious right it's uh, a toronto base the the peppers are picked in peru and uh <laughs> The hot sauce is bottled in Toronto, so support local, support Canadian. Order uh, orders in the bio, just with uh, right, right with uh, your MD stuff. So definitely check out that hot sauce. Ten out of ten would recommend. But uh, I also would ten out of ten recommend OG Adenobi at the end of a game, guarding the other team's best player because he is clamp god. He is pure lockdown defense, and Devin Booker. I don't even know if Booker was having a great game. Didn't stand out really. Yeah, 16 points, a little bit cold and all that. But OG Ananobi on the wing, this is why we need a center. So we, we don't lose OG Ananobi's on-ball defense to seven-footers who are just going to shoot over him, right? This guy came in and clamped Devin Booker. He's doing crossovers, trying to get a step back, trying to get his game going. We've seen Devin Booker hit clutch shots in his career, but he was not getting it over OG Ananobi. And got the stop, and then, consequentially, the the OG's play of the game followed immediately after the spicy play of the day, and that's when the rebound went up. The Raptors down by two. All you need to do is get a rebound, and the ball flew out on the other side. the The Raptors had three guys underneath the net trying to guard the Suns big, and offensive rebound. Obviously, it bounced in a weird direction, so you can't blame them too much on that. But still. We gave up too many offensive rebounds in this game, and that's where that's where the Raptors lost it. Down by two, you could have a possession to win it, tie it, go no T, but you can't get a rebound, you can't get the game. That's That was definitely my OG's play of the game. There's also a few more. Fred Van Vliet, I brought it up on a live, and see people seem to agree. OG, uh, what's his, uh, Fred Van Vliet, right, he's really good at finishing around the rim in terms of finesse, but he needs to get better at finishing with his body, same way Norman Powell, Kyle Lowry do, and he had a couple of shots where they went right up underneath the, the bottom of the rim, that was a situation there, and people are bringing up Baines, right, I'm having him pop up in my, my screen here, right, uh, you could give some OGs to Baines, I thought he wasn't horrific tonight, because you can't, I feel bad for Baines, because we're asking him to really do too much out there, it's, a uh, it's a situation where you don't want to overload his potential. You don't want to put too much pressure on Baines. And he's got the bench roll. It is what it is. But the Suns just come out and they attacked him. on Every every possession, Baines was on defense. It looked like Chris Paul was immediately running to his side of the floor and, and trying to get Baines in a pick and roll. And it worked. It worked for the Phoenix Suns. Made us go down a bit. But then we put Baines to the bench and we have no rebounding out there. So it is, uh, it is what it is. And someone in the chat, shout out Iceman like Gervin, classic chatmate. Uh, 12, yeah, 12 minutes for Boucher. I was surprised that Boucher didn't get a lot more run. Uh, Aaron Baines, 15. I see why people are frustrated. Uh, Baines did have a, he had some buckets though, 3 of 7 from the field. I thought, 
I don't know. I don't want to trash on Baines too much, but he already got Sean's roast. Sean had the hot hot heads about him, but it uh yeah, it's it's tough. It's a tough situation. I like Aaron Baines. I want to cheer for the guy. I want to root for him to be good. But if he can't guard in the pick and roll, we traded away Jonas, who was arguably, if he played proper minutes, a twenty and ten guy in the NBA. Aaron Baines is not that on the offensive end. We traded Jonas because he couldn't guard the pick and roll, and Jonas was a much better pick and roll defender than Aaron Baines. I don't know, but the one thing about it is. I will gladly follow this man's into battle if it's for a tank. I want Baines leading the tank command because he's a nice guy. He's fun to root for. He makes some fun plays. I, I The thing about it is he's fun to watch, especially if you don't have uh, interest in winning the game. So that's the thing. I It might be still too early to tell if we're going to tank, if we're going to run it back or try to make the playoffs. But yeah, that's a, that's a situation there. Uh, yeah. And finally, the infamous... The one, the only, Damari Carroll Gold Star War. And tonight, what is it? Who does it go to? There's no one that played especially bad. James, James Frelick, he's saying that uh, stop making excuses for Baines. I'm not making excuses. We all know who Aaron Baines is, who who this guy is, what his ability is. So knowing the fact that we know his ability, we can't bag on him too much. He's being asked to be the only center on a team with that had playoff expectations. He's the only center, and he's just not at that level in this stage of his career. Even though he was really good for the Phoenix Suns last year, the that's a yeah. So he's not getting the Demari Carroll Gold Star Award. Lowry struggled a bit. It's I, I guess it's got to go to all of us, to all of the reporters. Maybe not us, because we're not reporting it. We're just reacting to the reports that essentially told Kyle Lowry he was gone, and we we brought up earlier in the pod. Probably came to peace with it. Probably expect okay. I'm gonna go to a team that has championship aspirations, and now Miami just lost to Charlotte. I assume they lost to Charlotte before recording. They're down by like 40 to the Hornets, uh, but he probably was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go to Miami, play with Jimmy Butler, compete." They just made the finals, or the Sixers, Joel Embiid, who might be MVP, or the Lakers, LeBron James. Like, I, I can come to peace with that, and maybe he was getting excited about winning. He got over the fact that the Raptors were out, and. Uh, yeah, and then he's back, and we're losing to the Suns, and we're, it's an ugly game, so that's uh, that's tough. I don't know what this means for the offseason. I don't know what it means going forward, and again, we're Masai Ujiri also seemed to not know what this team is going forward. I don't think anyone does. Masai said we might make a push. We might be retooling in his post-game presser, so we'll see what occurs. I, uh, But... I think we're sure to tank if we don't have a center. That's my take. If, we, if Kelly Olenek gets put on the buyout market, then maybe we get him and we swing things around. But you know what, guys? We got it solo. I'm going to quit rambling about this. You guys know what time it is. Woo! Woo! Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, beep, beep. beep. That's right, the final alarm has gone off. We got 200 people in this chat, so I want to hear your guys' takes. I want to hear what you guys are, are talking about in terms of this team, in terms of what you thought about Gary Trent Jr. and uh, Rodney Hood's performances. I want to hear all your guys' takes. What your thoughts on the trade deadline are? Uh, yeah, got to gotta get that incorporated. I'm also going to plug quickly while the chat catches up to my live audio. We're on the road to 20K subscribers. Really appreciate it. Uh, 
everyone subscribing, everyone in the chat. Hit the like section. It really helps us out. We're on the we're gonna be uh, playing a game one on one, so you gotta see that. You gotta see. You know, you hear me talk about basketball every night. You gotta see us play, right, Riker and I. So let us know what you think. Uh, yeah. So Ronnie Penn, he said, even if re-sign Norm, won't we have cap room for Kyle because he's not re-signing? Yeah, it's uh well we're not gonna resign Norm. He's gone now. It's I don't know if Kyle's gonna resign. Uh the Rockets bought out Olenek. Is that official? Is that a let me know in the chat if that's official, James or whoever else knows. Uh Gary's gonna be really good. I think oh whoa, Aaron Baines Gold Star Award. Uh, that the name chain ha hasn't happened yet. We're, I, I like Baines. Well, I like Tamari too though. But I, I agree. I think Baines or Gary Gary Trent Jr. I'm stumbling on my words. I think Gary Trent Jr. will be good. Uh when am I trying out for the Raps? They, the Raps have called me a few times. They said, uh, you know, we need a point guard. We need someone that can throw some no-look passes, shoot some threes. But, uh, you know, I'm doing the podcast. I'm here for you guys. I gotta, gotta secure this bag before I go play for the Raptors. But, uh, yeah, it's not a question of your team chemistry or stuff. There's a, there's a mental block. I don't know if I, I think the issue is, uh, we don't have a center. I think that's a big issue with this team where pe people are playing out of position. And, who, uh, Derek, Steven, where do you think the Raps stand come free agency? I don't think we're getting anyone big. I don't think that's the case, but we have cap space. I think we can re-sign Trent. I think we can re-sign, well, we have a team option on Hood. We'll see what happens there. Uh, no, Hood doesn't need to get bought out. He, or Kevin Landy, he won't get bought out because he, we have a team option. He'll just, he'll just leave on his own. Um, so that's a, Damien Lillard got MVP. Interesting. Uh, Shots go the rest of the team. That's a that's a thing. Uh, read this if you see this streamer. I, uh, it, it has been read. Evan Mobley. Can someone tell me what Evan Mobley? What his game is like? What what this guy is doing? Uh, as we inch closer to a tank and we inch closer tonight, I need to know more about these guys. That's a situation. Scarlett, there's no way Norman Powell's coming back. That's just not gonna happen. If he does, that'd be cool. But that would uh. That would be nice. I don't know, but we've lost him for one game. It is what it is. Uh, yeah, $25 million for Norm. I don't know if he's going to get that. I think how we evaluate this trade is really what happens in the offseason. If Norman Powell gets paid $18 million a year, this is a big L for the Raptors, and if Gary Trent Jr. is getting paid the same amount of money. But he is younger, I guess, so you can make that argument. It's an interesting situation. Yeah, Norm balled out for the Portland Trailblazers. Uh Get some big guys and free agency, yeah. I'm excited to have Gary Trent, Xavier, Shanley. I'm excited to have him. Uh, yeah, we should have passed the ball to Gary Moore as well. Uh, we're gonna, they're gonna make y'all. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> but do we have some Blazers fans in the podcast right now? Let me know if you're a Blazers fan in the live chat. Uh, yeah, maybe they'll tank it, but I think Norman Powell would would help help us out. Maybe Norm knows that we we're on that tank, we're on that ride, so he's gonna go out for forty. Uh, LeBron going to the Trailblazers. Nice. Now, Lowry's not going to ask to get bought out. He said he was, he'd was he be happy to stay with the team. Now, he did look a bit frustrated. I, I peed the thumbnail here. Uh, <laughs> the thumbnail was a pretty meme -y photo there. So, Norm always got... Yeah, I, actually, no. You're right. Norm Powell was quite disrespected on this team. Uh, it's, a, it's a tough situation. Philip, Philip, Val... I apologize. I'm going to just say, Philip, shout out, Philip. What are, what are people's thoughts on Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood? I haven't seen many takes, like, just on this game specifically. I want to know what you guys are, are thinking about him, because I thought Trent looked smooth. 
Rodney Hood obviously has the potential to bounce back, but is injured. He's a guy that needs to get back to full form. Uh, play Larry at center. Yo, Larry at center might really help us out, actually. He's a mean post defender. He's thick. He can guard down low. Uh, does Masai know we need a center? Maybe he knows we don't need a center. We're on that tank ride, so that's a, that's a situation. Man, I'm, uh, before I send it off, before we end it here, because it's getting a bit late here, Friday night, Newfoundland opens up tomorrow. We don't have any COVID on the island, so I'm excited to be able to do things again, but this is the last night of lockdown in, in Newfoundland. But uh, before we send it off, right, I want to hear what you guys think. Should we get a center and compete? Say yes if you agree with that, or say no in the chat if you think we should stay without a center, ride out the tank, 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 follow behind tank commander Aaron Baines, and and see what happens. Like that's what I that's what I want to see. Let me know yes if you think we should compete. No if we should uh, if we should struggle and tank just for this season. I want to see that chat. Uh, ben fresh cut. I do not have a fresh cut. I have not. I come out here once since the Covidinos, so that's a that's a situation. Sign the Bugs Bugs Bunny crew. Excited for Space Jam. Ooh, people want to compete. More yeses than noes. Okay, we're evening out a little bit. Yes, no. There is a dichotomy of people in this chat. Who wants to be good? Who wants to be bad? I'm keeping it, peeping it out. But uh, he's great. Mobley's a great rebounder, good on defense and all that. Man, let Kyle go out with a bang. Situation is, do we have too much of a hole if we want to be good? Are we currently in a situation where we are too bad right now record-wise to really be good? And the Raptors are on the road this whole playoffs if we do get in there, right? We're in Tampa, and people, I'm sure the other teams are going to be super hyped when uh, the, or the Tampa fans are going to be super hyped to cheer for other teams when the playoffs come around, Uh like, I think this is the year you really go about it. People bring up winning culture, right? They want to they wanna see the Raptors maintain the winning culture. We have a playoff streak and all that. But it's such weird circumstances this year. We've had players out to do healthy safety protocols. We didn't have a center, right? I think there's a lot of reasons that the Raptors are especially situated to get a high pick without being bad next season, without deteriorating the, the winning culture. Uh, we get a bit younger, we retool, we get uh, we get that superstar in the top five pick, and bounce back next season. We get a proper center, whether we draft one or we sign one in free agency, and and rock it out. I think that's a that's the situation. <laughs> but y'all gotta stop bringing up Jenny Driscoll on this podcast for Riker. That's a that's a tough situation. He does not know. Uh, <laughs> he did, he did, we, yeah, that's uh, that's tough. Hey Ben, what is friend bread in French? Le pain, le pain. That's all I feel, right? I've been learning French. I've been trying to get on that grind. Maybe one day, hold me to it. Someone in the chat right now. I'm gonna try and do an all French podcast this time next year. I'm on that Duolingo, on that Busu. So that's a that's a situation. Let's sign Riker and Ben James. You know what's up. Right, we'd be nice. We'd definitely help out a tanking situation, right? But guys, make a video this weekend regarding a, a center breakdown, right? Like we we'll we'll talk about this. That's its own discussion in itself. It's getting late here. Been doing a lot of videos this week, so I'd really appreciate it 
if you've been following the trade news, if you've been following the podcast for a while, I think about 50% of you guys aren't subscribed. Really help us out to, to get subscribed, get in the like section. Really excited about the growth of this channel. And all Raptors content, it seems, has been on a little bit of a, a downspurt this year, just in terms of how weird this season's going to be, but or has been. So we'd really appreciate it if uh, you guys helped out the channel, got things going. We really appreciate everyone that's in the chat checking out these videos while the Raptors are struggling, while the Raptors are losing, right? But, yeah, shout out shout out the Raptors. Yeah, we'll make a video on Elvin Mobley. As we deep closer to the tank, we'll start breaking down those draft prospects. We said we might start, we might make a Blazers digest to follow Norman Powell, especially during the playoffs. Might have to see what happens, but you, uh, you guys are all the best out here. Really appreciate you. We're going to keep the videos coming. We've been at a rapid pace. We're going to try and keep that up, but yeah, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Check out the TikTok, Raptors Digest TikTok. All right, get those TikTok dances. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all for tonight. Raptors Digest Also, I got to plug it here. I forgot, I've been forgetting to plug it. I'll make a graphic after this. Our, our guy, Trevor, one of top writers on the go on in terms of Raptors content for Raptors.ca, but really a strong writer. Did a really good deep dive into why the Raptors have been losing as of late. And I really appreciate everyone check that out. Raptors Digest.ca. Right, the nine reasons for the Raptors' nine-game losing streak, and certainly that extends into tonight. So check that out. Do all that sort of stuff. You guys are the best. Shout out Blazers fans, Raptors fans. We're all one now. You guys got Norman Powell. We got Trent. 